0: Hey, what's up everyone, Trent here. If you wanna get hired in sales or if you wanna find more success in your sales job today, the fastest way to do it is by learning from people who have already accomplished what you hope to achieve. I had the opportunity while working as an account executive at a public software company to work deals directly with reps who had closed seven-figure deals before, and through my YouTube and my LinkedIn presence, 70,000 followers, I've had the opportunity to interview many of these elite salespeople so that I can learn from them and share with you my lessons because the one thing all elite salespeople have in common is they typically don't really invest in their personal brands outside their companies, and they are not posting content. Will make sense later in this video so I want to talk about the five things elite salespeople do so that we can all reach our goals sooner rather than later hit the like button now because it helps the channel the first thing all elite salespeople do is that they have all-in commitment a personal story of mine early in my sales career naturally it was really hard I had never done it before in the advice I got from a senior sales leader that had been working at my company for 10 years he was the number one guy in our office he said look most people claim they're trying hard but in reality that looks like 70 80 percent effort there is a switch that flips when you truly are all in there are no alternatives and you are truly here to do whatever it takes to make it happen know the difference between trying your best and being there willing to do whatever it takes to truly make it happen and that level of all in commitment is what helped propel my sales career forward The number two thing all elite salespeople have in common, and they do, is that they operate with massive urgency, but they are never in a hurry. Personally, in my career, I built it based on volume, making more calls than everyone else, and that was my will component. I decided I will work harder, but there comes a point in time when you are constrained by the amount of time in a day, and that's when the skill component comes into play. The most skilled rep in my office closed a million dollar deal with a company that the previous account executive said, hey, don't even focus on it, there's nothing there. This rep disregarded that. He focused on it and he was able to close a massive deal, and when I would watch this rep in the office, I sat a few chairs down from him, and the one thing I noticed is that it was, he was almost serene, he was almost graceful, he never moved in a hurry. If you, if you went up and asked him something, he would, he would quietly put his head up and look at you with intense focus, And then he would get back to his thing he was never in a rush with customers at points in my career i felt stressed and i wanted to operate with urgency so i would be sitting on my desk and if someone would come up and try and talk to me i would almost be irritated and shoo them off in a way because i felt like i needed to constantly work lions sleep for 20 hours a day and they hunt for the remaining four so the best sales reps they pick and choose their spots They're not just always in grind, grind, grind mode. They take a step back, they analyze the situation, and they think about what they can be doing better. And that's gonna play into point number five with constant self-improvement. But the third thing all elite salespeople do is that they have absolute accountability and ownership for the results. If you've ever heard of the Navy SEAL Jocko Willink, he's got a podcast. We had his number two guy at the company who wrote the book Extreme Ownership, I think it was Leif Babin, he came and spoke at one of our sales kickoffs and he was talking about their war stories about when there was a casualty on the battlefield, even though they had nothing to do with it, it was still their fault as the leader of the squadron. So as you think about your own sales job, you are the CEO, of your own mini business. It's easy to sit there and blame marketing. Hey, we don't have enough inbound leads. It's easy to sit there and blame your solution strategist, engineer, hey, they didn't show up to run my demo for me today, what am I ever to do? If you hit quota, it's your fault. But if you miss quota, it's also your fault. If you want to hit quota, decide, I'm going to do whatever it takes to hit quota, and it is a binary decision. The elite sales performers, I was speaking with one, in a membership group that I joined of his, and he said, I, had, I didn't close any deals the first two months of the quarter. I had one month left, I was $150,000 behind my quota, and in that moment, I decided, you know what, screw it. I'm just gonna do whatever it takes to hit quota, and he was able to go find the pipeline and find the deals. That is what the elite sales performers do. They draw a line in the sand and say, everything is on me, I have to go find the pipeline. I have to go close the deals. I'm going to try and leverage those around me. But ultimately, at the end of the day, I am my number. I take responsibility for it, the good and the bad. The number four thing elite sales performers do, speaking of working with other people, is that they elevate those around them. My deal size increased over the course of my career because I learned to work with our ecosystem, It's a sales buzzword to say that you are the quarterback of your own deals, your responsibility is the customer facing interactions, but you have specialists on your team that play specific roles. For example, for me, I would typically run the discovery call Ideally, I could help train my SDR sales development rep to set meetings for me. So they're a part of my ecosystem. I need to enable them to allow me to be more successful. So hey, let me give them what accounts to work on. I wanna encourage them to be their best. I then would have my implementation specialist to join calls with me to talk about the actual project and how we would help set them up for success. So I made sure to include them early and often next i would have my solution strategist to join the call to help talk about best practices industry trends and build more value with the customer so that we could expedite the deal cycle next i would want to get executive alignment so i would have my point of contact on the customer team bring in their leader so i would then bring in my leader my manager or my vp to then increase the altitude of the conversation we then would get to a point where we're doing a solution presentation a demo. So I would need to bring on a solution engineer to run the demo for me. So at this point, we've already talked about five people. So my biggest deals, my six-figure deals, I was regularly having weekly recurring syncs with all of these team members so that I could update them on the progress of the deal and let them know for the next call when we have 20 people from the customer team, this is exactly what I need each of you to do. Better yet, we're going to do a practice run through tomorrow so that we can show up really smooth. And believe me, that makes all the difference when you start working big deals. And that was just what I experienced in my career. What the top reps do is they're constant encouragers, they're motivators, and they embrace reality and deal with it. So they let other people know and they compliment them when they do good. And if things go poorly, You, as the rep, you take responsibility, you learn from it, and you coach those around you so that you can continue to elevate them. That is why the best performing sales reps eventually typically go into management because they say, if you're a super rep, I want you to go make five other people super reps as well because that is more valuable to the company than you just being a lone wolf and closing a lot of revenue. The fifth and final thing that elite sales performers do is that they are constantly learning. This should be self explanatory but most people don't actually act on that information for some reason. Reps that outgrow and outlearn other reps is what leads to greater performance over time. So the best sales rep I knew in my office. He had this one pager in Google Docs. Every single day, he would notate one learning he had from the day. So over the course of the last six years, when he went from SDR to an enterprise account executive, He documented one thing he learned every day. So you could imagine, and I could see it with him, he was just so developed that he knew everything. He didn't make mistakes because he had already made those mistakes before and he did not repeat those mistakes over time. He was always reading industry articles and telling me, hey, go check this out because when he showed up to his customer meetings, he knew what was going on in the market so he could educate his buyer. So his buyer then looked to him as a thought leader and he was able to demand higher prices in his deals because he knew what was going on and people trusted him and he was a wealth of information and that elevates everyone around you, it elevates you and you're always learning not only about yourself but those around you and that is truly what separates the top reps from the average reps from the absolute elite reps. If you found value in today's video, hit the like button now so that other reps can benefit from this message. In conclusion, we talked about the five things elite sales performers do. I have them written down here. They have all-in commitment. They have urgency, but they're never in a hurry. Absolute accountability and ownership for the results in their performance. They elevate those around them, and they are constantly learning. If you want to get hired in tech sales today, you can click the first link in the description below. I am the instructor at Course Careers, and I look forward to talking to you in the next video.